Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm not mad. You're mad. What a terrible team list. Wow. Round 21. Didn't expect this. I knew there'd be some injuries, maybe some suspensions, but no, it's the uh, just the droppings. You know, there's a couple of one or two here that have, have been dropped or moved to a different position, and then you know, on top of a couple of injuries that are going to affect my team, especially. Um, who cares about you guys? No, that's what we're here for. We're here for you guys. Hopefully, it's going to be nice and clear and concise, and we can uh, we can sort this out. There's a bunch of different movements, so let's go through it. In the top, not too much happening in the Knights and the Broncos. I believe Callum Pong has been given the captaincy, which is pretty cool. Mitch Pearce comes back. In terms of the uh, Broncos, not much at all on that side of the ball. Connor Watson, why does he keep getting named in 13 if he's not going to play there? Same with Fafita, by the way. Uh, but yeah, Watson in 13 again. I imagine he was getting moved with Suasu as per normal. Um, moving along to the next two. Raiders and the Dragons, this is when it bloody starts. The first thing I saw was Jack Bird in number one jersey. We see Matt Dufty being obviously brought back from the you know, one-week suspension in the 18 jersey. So doesn't get his spot back, which is really surprising. We see Zach Lomax come back. Jack Bird moves into the one position. Let's see if that actually happens come game day. But very, very, very interesting. We also see Ben Hunt is out. Looks like he'll be a bit four or so weeks, so definitely needs to be traded out unless you have none. Um, but yeah, Lomax being back, I don't think that's a, you know, worth a trade-in or uh, by any you know, stretch of the imagination. Rapana's been doing well. A few people picked him up last week, so you know, keep that in mind there. But the biggest one here, Corey Harawira Naira gets moved back to the bench. So after you know, really dominating for a couple of rounds there, you know, obviously scoring well in fantasy, but actually you know, running the ball well, um, you know, plenty of tackle, bu- tackle bust, the offload, scoring a couple of tries, he then just gets put back to the interchange bench, which is really strange. So you see... Uh, you see Ryan Sutton uh, move back into the squad. He goes into 13. Hudson Young moves to the to um, you know, Corey's vacant uh, second row spot. So, yeah, really interesting. What do you do with Corey there? Do you just hold steady because he's been doing really well? Does he come on and get 30 minutes? Does he come on and get 55? Like, what do we what do we think here? We look at this interchange. We've obviously, the young fellow and Elijah Anderson on there, but you know, Emre Gula is going to play middle minutes. Tom Starling's going to come on uh, with Hodgson shifting to the middle. Where does Corey fit? He's not like is Hudson Young not going to play eighty? Like, how much has he moved around too? By the way, you know, starting for the first portion of the year, move back to the bench, move back to the other other edge, the starting edge, um, yeah, a little bit through the thirteen role, just all happening there. But yeah, he, um, yeah, really, really interesting one for those guys there. Um, 
what do you do with Corey? I suppose that's that's the real question. Yeah, I think you just hold steady uh, for a week, see what happens. You know, maybe he gets moved in the starting role. Come, you know, come Friday night. I suppose we can wait. Really, like if you if you didn't have to trade out or in anyone from the Knights and Broncos, which not not a lot of people have, other than someone like Gamble uh, or Watson, for example, then I really think that you can just wait it out. In terms of Watson, what we do with him, if you have a fair, a fair amount of trades, then I think you can trade him out. But if not or you've got a few issues like Corey Harbour and I like myself, then you probably just hold steady. Moving on to the Eels and the Bunny. So we'd see Mitch Moses come back, which is amazing for anyone who held him out. People's squad did, and I'm you know looking at it now and, and, and really happy that we did because he's going to come out and, and, and score really well over the last sort of five rounds there. Obviously up against the Bunnies this one, which will be a bit, little bit tougher, but in you know in the grand scheme of things, he's going to be really good for everyone's squads. Reed Marnie's still a great option going forward. Papali'i, if you don't have him, hurry up. Uh, Madison's been good. He's been much more consistent lately. Uh, be interesting to see how they go against the uh, the, you know, the middles from from the Bunnies. And I doubt there's going to be as many front row scorers or second row scorers from the Bunny side this game. Latrell becomes a really strong option. I don't think he'll go as well against the Eels, but you know I'm still expecting around a 50 score for Latrell there. Maybe along to the Warriors and the Sharks and. Not too much, you know, fantasy relevance here. We've got, um, you know, Viliami in there in the centres. Reese Walsh is still going to do his thing. O'Sullivan scored really well. Chanel Harris-Tavita comes back, which is awesome. Fanua Blake, you see Lodge back. Jazz Tavung is in the nine jersey. So if you picked up the young fella, he uh, he does not make the squad, unfortunately. Is that right? Yeah, Otokolo. Otokolo. Did he get injured? Does anyone know? Um, but yeah, Bailey Sirenen in the 13 role. Josh Curran's back, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with the minutes of this team. Obviously, last week was a bit of an anomaly with a few of the guys out. Obviously, Curran, um, you know, Fennell Blake Lodge all, all back into the squad this week. So that's that. And on the Shark side, Trindle's still a great option if you need a player um, you know, fairly cheap that's, that's going to score fairly well. Then he's your man. Uh, Jesse Raymond will be back. Just had an ear infection, I believe, so he'll be fine, hopefully. Uh, in terms of the rest of the squad, not too much to talk about in that. So moving along. To the Roosters and the Panthers. And this one here, we see Manu still in the centres. Tedesco at one. They're two guys that uh, a lot of people should really be targeting. Angus Crichton's in there, doing really well. Not too much more to say on him, apart from obviously his lower week last week. But again, we take the good and the bad with these types of guys. Victor Radley, also a lower score, but I'm expecting an improvement this week from him. If we're looking at the Panthers side, we do have Nathan Cleary in the 21 jersey. So just keep that in mind if you're looking to pick him up. But there's a chance, you know, a decent chance, definitely, that he won't play this week. And if he doesn't, then you, you've got four rounds left in him. So it's probably not worth you know, really breaking up your team to, to bring him in for four rounds. Yes, he probably will score you know, somewhere 70-plus at a minimum. You know, he's obviously averaging 98 at the moment. I wouldn't be expecting that for the remainder of the year. Just the, the Panthers aren't on that role that they were earlier on in the year to get him you know, to help him achieve those really high scores. So keep that in mind if you're looking to pick up Nathan. As Ayo comes back, we see Tavita Pangai on the bench as well. So it's be interesting to see him play... In that position, just keep an eye on what uh, Matt Burton's going to do if he moves back to the centres. I imagine he'll at least play centres if um, if Cleary plays. We've got Momorowski and Capewell there. Capewell could just move back to the um, to the second row where he's you know he's obviously more favoured in that position. If we're moving to the Eagles and the Storm, we still see uh, Jerome Hughes named after the calf injury or cork or whatever he had during last week. Nico Hines still on the one jersey, Pappen seventeen, but I imagine they're going to play at a similar role where he gets that 45-50 minutes each. Um, and they sort of split that time across the two of them. We we still see Brandon Smith in the nine jersey. I, I expect him to play a much better game than he did last week. Harry Grant will come on and play his 55 minutes again off the bench. So it's still crazy that we can have 
you know, they, they have the luxury to play Harry Grant off the bench. It's just incredible. Schuster's still going solidly. You don't have to trade him out. DCE is someone that everyone should get in their sides. Obviously, it might be a harder one against the Storm for him and Tommy, but it will be a really, really good game. I can't wait to watch this one on Saturday night. That will be amazing. All right, moving along. Dogs and the Tigers. Jeez, this will be a, we go from an amazing game on Saturday night to round it out to an absolute shocker. On the, on the first one on Sunday. Sorry if anyone who follows these teams, don't worry. I follow a terrible team also. Don't worry about it. We do see some really good news for Jake Avrilo, though. Back into seven jersey. Paul Flanagan gets dropped again. Uh, completely out of the side this time. But Bailey, beyond the, beyond the Odo, Odo sorry, um, who was playing some you know, relief uh, hooker, is going to be you know, playing the six role, the running six, which will be great for Avrilo's kick meters. And I'm imagine i, I I'm imagining and expecting a really high score from Avrilo this week. So if you have him, I'd be playing him in the centers this week for sure. Uh, in terms of the rest of the team, Josh Jackson's your man. That's really it. Luke Thompson's still out for a couple of weeks. In terms of the Tigers, really not too much to talk about. Adam Dewey, absolutely killing it. He's uh, you know, very, very well, you know, very much needed in the majority of sides at the moment with how strong he's playing. And they obviously play the Dogs this week which you know, means they should get a decent score. Sean Bloor maintains his position in the 11 role, which is great for his scoring. Uh, he's obviously really cheap, but is it worth picking him up? Probably not, unless you need a cash out. And a cash out that's going to score well, um, then he's probably your man. Lucy Leilua doing, you know, doing decently. Obviously a great score last week. Let's see if he can do it again against the Dogs. We move on to the last game, another cracking game of footy. Titans versus the Cowboys. Oh, here it is. Sex and name again. There he is, Jamal, 21. Why? Why I keep naming him? Why just not name him last week and then I maybe could have traded him out? But no, you're going to name him. You're going to name for feeder in 12 and then you're going to move him around. Sexton's going to go well again, get 70, smash our Cowboys. Just exactly what you would want. Um, so yeah, for feeder, I wouldn't be captaining this week. I just don't think the 50-odd minutes is enough, even though you could absolutely dominate against the Cowboys. I don't know, it's just a worrying sign when you've got guys that play... You know, 60 odd minutes in the middle that get their hands on the ball more. I think that's probably safer than someone like Fafita at this point, even though he's averaging really, really well. Uh, on the Cowboys side, yeah, not much to talk about. Hampton in the centres, Drinkwater did and uh, did and scoring well. Tamalolo moves to the 11 role, which is really interesting. Actually, I didn't see that when I looked at the first time. That would be really fun. I actually can't wait to watch him on an edge. I hope he scores a lot better. I hope they just use him well, really. Um, he could be really dominant. If they, if they use him for you know, a couple hundred metres run, you know, he, gets to, he gets to tackle that 20, 20, 20, yeah, 20 to 25 times. Um, but target, you know, target the halves. You know, run, try, to run over Sexton, or try to run over Taylor. I imagine you might play on the right um, to, to cover Taylor. That would, be, that would be really cool. I'd like to see that happen, and um, we'll see if that, um, if that really does anything, unless they're going to put him up against Fafita. You know, Fafita and... Who's on that side? Fafita and, Fex, and Sexton, yeah, on the right, uh, which they played the other week. But, yeah, I suppose that's it on the uh, team list side of things. Uh, and this last thing was just Cam Bradley. Actually, I didn't see Peach either. Wow. Do you know what happened to Peach? I didn't actually um, see him go off or have any issues last week. Let me know in the comments. Um, but Cam Bradley out for the season with a couple of issues with his hand, unfortunately. So that's that, guys. Let me know uh, your thoughts on those team lists, Let, how, you know, how it affects your squad, how many trades you got left, if you've got many left. Um, if you don't, I'd like to know every bit of that information would be awesome. Catch the next one, team, when we go through the results for my squad, people's squad. We'll go from there. See you guys. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.